I look tired, it's because I am. What's up kids? So it seems this weekend that summer is here. I didn't invite it. I'm missing the snow already, and I hate snow. Why do I hate snow? Snow, I'm kind of indifferent to snow. Snow, the problem I have with snow is that you're kind of in a situation where it looks nice. Gives everything a nice, nice, nice snowy look. And yet, it is the most annoying thing to live in ever. Because you can't get anywhere. Everything's too cold, everything's wet. So everything, every time you go out, you end up coming back and having to change clothes completely. And... It's just, it's not, it's not a useful situation to be in, really, snow. And yet, I'm missing snow, because somehow summer is worse. I'm extremely tired. For two reasons. One reason is because I'm working a lot. Two is because I'm exercising. I've started cycling to work, which is, you know, it's one of those things which I don't mind doing, and it gets me where I need to go, but it is tiring. And it, I think exercise is one of those things that it's always hard to get going with. Because you're in a situation where you, you know you want to exercise, you know you need to exercise, and when you start doing it, you instantly lose all energy. And I'm on day four now. This, is, this will be day four of me cycling. And it doesn't seem that bad. But at the same time, I've had so little energy in my entire body that just doing anything is an effort, which makes it makes me aggravated. And that's the knock-on effect, and it's, it's, it happens any time most people... It's why a lot of people give up on exercise, because you start doing it, you don't particularly get the endorphin release, which a lot of people do uh, when they exercise straight away. So you just end up thinking, why, I'm just tired all the time, and, and then as soon as you put it off for one day, you stop doing it forever. And you can't really get back on that because you, all you remember is just being tired and exhausted and and not really what to do for it. the other part is I'm, I'm cycling and the one thing they didn't tell you about cycling you 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 expect certain things from cycling so you expect your legs to hurt that's that's a given my knees yeah they're okay but my calves ah not so much my thighs they are tired thighs I have tired thighs um but my butt so much pain. So much pain. There is not a comfortable seat in the world. I can only assume professional cyclists have just damaged the nerve endings in their butts to a point where they don't feel anything anymore. Because, I, yeah, just my god. The, the amount of soreness. And it's like. It's like you have an extra bone you didn't know about in your ass. This is a little crude, this podcast. But there's an extra bone, and then somehow, on the first day, you don't feel on the first day. First day is fine. You're thinking, this is great. Cycling, you know, getting healthy, keeping keep it fit. Second day, why does my ass hurt? Why is this? And then you realize it's because you've been sat on like a pivot. For half an hour or an hour you know and and you bruised that bone you didn't know about there's a bone in your ass you can bruise oh 
But anyway, back to my point. Doing the usual, coming back to coming back to where we started. Summer is here. This is this is as of right now. It's nineteenth of April. Um, this is the hottest day this year so far, which is shocking. It's not that warm. It's not even that warm up. And yet I feel like I'm dying. It's going to get to the point where I'm going to have to stab in the fan on during the podcasts because it's just it is too warm. But it's the highest day this year. Um, okay, I'm just going to quickly check the check the weather. It's 24 degrees according to according to Google, and 48% humid, which is the classic English weather. Where not only do we get heat, this is the, the difference. You go to somewhere like Spain, and it will be ridiculous degrees, but it won't be humid, so you can escape it some way. You know, you, you can add a breeze to it. You can you can do whatever. England, you can't escape the heat because we're a humid country. So you just kind of get trapped in this weird coffin of heat, which you have to walk around in. And every step you take, you just become slightly more sodden and hit yourself a little bit. But that's a whole other story. So... I was getting to the point of summer and I completely got distracted again. So I was thinking about seasonal affected disorder, as it's called. I think that's that's the word. Um, I think is it. Is it Either way, it's that thing where you go in summer, not summer, winter, and people get depressed. And it, I, I found out it works the other way, which I can completely understand because I am not a summer person. I know I look like a barrel of sunshine, but at the same time, I am not a summer person. I am not someone who enjoys being warm, sunny, bright in the day. I'm a friendly, quite positive person. However, summer does not suit me for many reasons. One, I get too warm completely too fast. I'm instantly too... I'm too warm in winter, and winter is winter. And that's, you know, something you can't... you can't even comprehend. So I I love winter because it allows me a chance to try and cool off a bit. Summer also is very bright. I like I like light, but summer is too bright because there's no shade, there's no cloud coverage, there's nowhere I can just chill out. And then when you do go in the shade, it's just full of bugs. And I don't mind bugs, but I don't want to get eaten alive by bugs. And because of the amount of caffeine I take, bugs absolutely love me, so I always get bent. I know, I'm just complaining. This is just a ramble of complaint right now. This, this is the situation you're faced with. You are listening to a podcast where all I'm going to do is complain about summer. But either way. Seasonal affective disorder, as, as whatever it's called. I will get the actual name um, for, for it. Uh, it is seasonal affective disorder. I've just looked it up on my, my little screen here. So it affects people in winter because obviously it's dark, so people aren't getting the vitamin D they need. And they say it affects maybe you know 10% of the population. And I think that's reasonable. I know quite a few people who, when it gets to winter, they get quite affected by it. And it's understandable because everything's dark, and then especially the winter months. The winter months are full of holidays, which are designed to bring families together and bring and couples together and and instill this this collective togetherness to combat that. The, you know, a lot of the holidays around there: Christmas, Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not sure. When, I was going to say Hanukkah, but I'm not sure what Hanukkah is. Either way, they're all. They're all in a period of time where there's not much going on. You can't really do much outside. 
so they're designed to keep you inside and collective and, and, and all that kind of thing. So it is, it's combating that. But if you don't have that then from the outside, that's quite a depressing thing to see. But seasonal affective disorder in summer is, is just as prevalent. It affects less people, but it's, it's very prevalent um, to the point where I wouldn't say... I'm not, I'm, I have this thing where I don't like to say I have something because I've never been diagnosed. But I can see symptoms of it within myself. So I don't like summer because it's too warm. It's too bright. And it's loud. And I'm not a loud person. So it has three things which I dislike. But at the same time, I think summer has this... It has this concept of it's summer. You're happy. It's holiday time. You know, go out, do things. Everyone's doing things. Everyone's happy because it's summer. Every beer commercial looks like heaven on earth. You know, every holiday commercial is advertising to you. And... In a way, that's worse. That's that's so it's so much more heavy because you think you're looking at it and thinking, "Why aren't I happy?" It's some you're meant to be happy. Winter's the depressed month. Why aren't you happy in summer? And then on top of that, you've got all these symptoms of, of summer and rain and, and and all those things. And then you know you've got financial stuff because summer's quite an expensive time. You know, people because it's. It's better outside. You can go out to do things, which is more expensive. So people worry about those things. And you've got the whole body image thing because you're too hot. You're wearing less clothes. You're wearing tighter clothes or looser clothes. I, I, I don't know. It's a whole stack of things. Either way, what this boils down to is that I don't like summer. <laughs> I can't make, I'm not making a whole podcast about how I dislike summer. I'm maybe making a whole, whole, whole podcast about how I dislike summer. I, you know, there's disruptions which happen as well. As many of you know, I have an erratic um, schedule compared to most. So getting things done is an effort. It's a it's quite a big effort. So, for instance, at the minute I'm trying to book a doctor's appointment. Trying. I've been trying for maybe two months. I should have been to the doctor's appointment by now. The, that's just a reality of my life. But booking a doctor's appointment is quite hard because of my schedule. Um, and... I'm like, right, okay, so I need to do this. So summer's coming up. <laughs> and suddenly, it seems like the population just exploded. And there's this double of everyone. You know, I need to go to the shop. So I'll I'll go out and go to the shop. But at the same time, there's twice the people in the shop. So how, how am I going to get anything done when there's people everywhere? There's kids everywhere. Every, you know, kids should be in school. They should be, should be doing school things, but it's summer because they've all got summer off. I probably sound like the grumpiest old man in the world right now. There's a dog on the street and it appears to be escaping. There's two dogs on the street. Have they both escaped? I'm thoroughly distracted by dogs on the street. I'm going to keep an eye out because I can't see an owner. I mean, this one's... Oh, that one's peeing. Oh, okay, that, that's sorry. Preload to the podcast. Just watch two dogs out my window, and then one of them peed. Well, I don't know. How do you deal with summer? Is summer something you look forward to? It's something I dread every year. I'm quite happy that summer tends to be quite short compared to the other months. So spring and autumn, in my opinion, tend to be a little cooler. And that's great. And winter's obviously cold and dark. And that's great. Uh, because that's fantastic. 
But it means that summer only inhabits a few months of the year. Yeah, it's the worst time of year. The worst time of year for me. And I, it, it, yeah. It, I think it's just one of those things. I think last year, so last year on my on my Facebook memories feed, um, because Facebook know everything about me, because that's, that's what they do, um, they it's pushing my memories from last year. Sometime last year. Probably last year. My years have begun to meld together. Um, I was in Bruges doing my escape trip. Uh, there is a podcast about that, actually. One of my earliest podcasts. Because I've been doing this for, for over a year now. Um, and I think I've been doing this for over a year. I, I think I'm, I'm coming up to a year. There's, a, there's an anniversary somewhere somewhere happening. Um, and it was talking about Bruges. And I went to Bruges. And it was great. Fantastic trip. And it was just the start of summer. And it was really hot on some days, and but on the other days it wasn't, and that was that's what made it good. If you had this balance of weather going on, and it's kind of thrown that back to me and said, "Hey, this is what you're doing in summer." And I think this is what this is another thing which affects, alongside the depression thing, is that you you have something like Facebook memories which will throw you a memory of you were happy last year. Do you remember that? Do you remember being happy? Do you remember when you had all those things in life which you could look forward to? <laughs> and where are they now? Uh, Facebook ruining lives since 2002. No. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those things. And I know I know, there's a few people who've been in uh, relationships and Facebook memories tries to remind you of the things from the past and you can, you can hide certain people from your feed who you don't want to see anymore. And that's that's fantastic. That's in a way, that's them being um, mindful. There's some memories you don't want to remember. And not all memories can be looked upon with nostalgia. Now, the summer one, that just kind of creeps in. And it, I think it hits people a lot harder because they look back and they think, oh, it's that whole coming off holiday depression thing. I've never quite understood it because people come back and they're like, oh, well, last week I was in... I was in Spain. This time last week, eh? On a beach compared to right now. And really, they just want to talk about the holiday. But at the same time, they're depressing themselves. They're looking at something in their past and going, why aren't I doing that now? It's like, because not every day you can be in Spain doing what you want. That's, you know, that's the reality of life. And you can't really get around that. And if you can, someone, someone tell me how, how you can do that, because that would be great. But, you know, I don't look, at, I don't look back at Bruges and think, what I, whatever I'm doing now, I'm failing to do. This is another part of it. Of, I don't know if this is just me. Okay, so I'm going to try and explain what I'm, what I'm actually getting at here. Okay, so when you look back into your life, and you look back at these nostalgic memories, and you look back at the things you've done, do you look back at them and think, well, because I'm not doing them now, I'm failing. Because I'm not happy now, and I was happy in that moment, then I'm failing. Because if you do, that's a, that's a self-destructive behavior. That's a behavior of, well, you know, you're always going to be sad then. Because you, if you're not, you know, it'd be like looking at your wedding pictures. If your wedding was the happiest day in your life, 
or you know the day you graduated which was the apparently the happiest day of your life and looking back you think well why do I feel like that every day it's because not every day can be like that so really you're holding your life to a standard it can't achieve on a daily basis you know if if you were looking at it and going, oh, well, on my wedding day, I was so happy and I was so in love and everything was going great and, you know, I was marrying the person which I've cared about for my entire life and, and that was a succinct moment and that was that was right there. Oh, I didn't feel like that way on the day that my dog died. Well, of course not. Because not every day can be the happiest day of your life. There's There's a reality to that which... I think a lot of people miss out on, and, and whilst obviously that's an exaggerated example, there's a truth in it when it comes to other things. You know, you can't mirror the the feeling you have on holiday every single day. You can't mirror the feeling you have of meeting someone new every single day. Those things will gradually deteriorate, and you just got to find a level which you're happy with on the daily basis. You know, you've got to find that balance between life and pursuit of happiness, to, to use a phrase which is, is heavily coined. You know? And and things like Facebook Manager and, 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 and Facebook Memories are oh, some little girl found a dog. She found the dog. Okay, I think we're okay. I think the dog's going to be okay. Um, see, look at that wonderful little memory captured in the podcast of me just looking out my window. And, yeah, I think things like Facebook Memories... Is great. I love Facebook memories because it reminds me of the things which I've forgotten, and my memory is tragic, absolutely tragic. But at the same time, it does affect people heavily, and the thing is because a lot of people do put they put a lot of pressure on themselves to be happy, and this is the thing with like seasonal affective disorder. You know, it's essentially the crux of it is that people are looking at everything else and saying, "Why aren't I?" and Instead of thinking, well, every situation's different, you know, not everyone has the same life, same opinions, and the pressures of being happy is 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 silly. It's there was a recently there was a video um, from Will Smith of all people, who he put up this video and it was a discussion about him and his wife and how they they'd had this conversation. I think or was it him and his wife? It might have been him and Willow. Not sure. Either way, him and him member his family, and they discuss this idea that when you're in a relationship, a lot of the time, a lot of people put up a lot of pressure on their partner to make them happy. They get, they take hold of it and say, "We're in this together. If I'm sad, it's your fault. So you need to fix that," which is madness. That's absolute madness. You can't be in a relationship and expect your partner to be the one who who makes you happy all the time. You have to, you have to make yourself happy. And the the whole idea is is if you put that pressure on on your partner, then obviously your your relationship will probably fail because if they can't meet that need on a daily basis, then they're never going to live up to your standard. Whereas if your only goal is to kind of make yourself a bit happier, then you're only accountable to you. But at the same time, you should realize that you, you can't make yourself happy all the time because days don't allow for that. Even if we didn't have jobs, even if we didn't have everything happening within life, you know, all responsibilities, let's remove all responsibilities. And so you only have things which you enjoy and things which make you happy. 
you wouldn't be happy every day. You just wouldn't. That's the reality of it. Because there'd be, one, there'd be no challenge to it because there'd be no freedom moments. There'd be no moments of, yes, I don't have to go to work. Yes, I don't have responsibility today. There'd be no relaxation because relaxation would be abundant. And it would lead to boredom. You'd have to top yourself. Not, well, not top yourself. Do you? <laughs> British slang, top yourself is to kill yourself. Um, you'd have to top your your achievement of happiness from the day prior every single day. So you, you'd really have to grade A your, your, your life from birth. So you'd be born... You know, you'd be you'd be chilling, playing with some blocks, and that would make you happy. And then as soon as that stopped making you happy, as soon as you, you realized that the blocks weren't the greatest thing in the world, and maybe you need to interconnect them, so you need Lego, you'd move on to Lego. And then from Lego, you'd think, oh, maybe I need some Lego. And you'd have to move on, and you'd always have to be upping every single thing. You'd have to be upselling life. You can't upsell life. You can't just add something to it and expect that to make you happy. This isn't this isn't a nightclub. This isn't Weatherspoons. This isn't where you can go out and think, oh, well, if I buy this product, I'll be slightly happier. I realize I've gone off on a tangent. What I'm saying is there's no easy fix. And if something reminds you of the, the happier memory... Don't look back on it and think, well, why aren't I happy now? Am I failing? Have I failed at life? You can't fail at life. You know? There's no there's no scoreboard. There's no leaderboard to fail at life. You just be part of life. You know? You're alive. Technically, you're winning. Because you're not dead. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the black and white of it. You can't fail at life until you're dead, and then you failed because you're not alive anymore. You know, as, as roll that out as blankly as you want, but that is that is the truth of the matter. You can't fail at life until you are dead. Hashtag Graham Cooling. So you can't just look at everything and think, oh, well, you know, depression is saying. And that's why I'll make it through summer. <laughs> To bring it back to the point, that's how I'll deal with some of depression, is looking at life and thinking, well, I'm not failing because I'm not dead. I'm achy because I keep cycling. I'm going to try and keep cycling. It's not something I enjoy doing, but at the same time, maybe I'll look back and think, well, why weren't I cycling all the time? You know, Why wasn't I helping myself be healthy? instead of just damaging myself which is a whole other podcast um, where we can talk about how I'm slightly masochistic I think I've talked about that before but who knows there's something to think about going into summer the heat is out, the people are out there's a whole world of things going on out there and if you do find yourself getting depressed about it you know, take a step back Take a step back and think about it. Think about why you're actually depressed during the summer. Is it because you're uncomfortable? Is it because you're not getting out as much or people are getting out and you're not enjoying yourself? These are things we have control over, you know. I can buy a fan, make myself less, less, you know, uncomfortable. I can go out if I feel lonely. I can stay in if I don't want to see people. It's not the people's responsibility to make me happy. It's mine. And I realized that making me happy isn't as simple as just doing something or saying something. 
being happy is just for me it's just continuation of, of, of trying to do what I like doing summer just provides a barrier to that because it's so goddamn warm but let me know what you think and are you affected by summer? maybe you're affected by winter maybe you're one of those people maybe there's only two categories what do you think about it? I'll talk to you guys later